Welcome to Pushing Forward with Alicia, a podcast that gives disability a voice. Each week, we will explore topics like confidence, ambition, resilience, and finding success against all odds. We are creating a collective community that believes that all things are possible for all people. Open hearts, clear paths, let's go. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I am Alicia. I'm so excited for our guest today. We've got Dustin Janelli. We met, gosh, I don't know, a couple of years ago at the, I think on LinkedIn or something. We're both in the diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility space and advocacy in corporate America. He is the CEO and founder of Here's Dustin LLC. He is a DEI&A public speaker who happens to be profoundly deaf. We're going to dive into that today. I'm so excited. Dustin, thank you so much for being on. It's National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and I'm so honored that you are one of our expert guests that are going to be sharing some time with us in October. So thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy. Thank you so much, Alicia. Like you said, we are friends at this point. So it's just like we're hanging out over a podcast and I couldn't be happy to be here. Yeah, we are. We're hanging out a lot. I, it's it's really nice to have you as a friend and supporter and colleague. I feel like we bounce a lot of things off of each other as we're growing our businesses. And so I'm really grateful for your friendship. I don't know. I think I want to start with your motto and then we'll look in the rearview mirror a little bit of who you are and you can give us all that goodness. But your motto in life is be on offense. So I really, you know, at a young age, developed this mindset of being on offense um, with the help of my grandfather, right? My grandfather was actually a double amputee and he had one hand and one leg. So growing up at a very young age, for as long as I can remember, that was normalized in my, my, my household, right? You know, I, I helped him get dressed and put on his hook and, you know, put on his leg and put on his pants and his shirt and help him get dressed and helped him walk down the driveway or get a glass of water, whatever he needed. That was normalized, you know? And, um, and at this point in my life, I was a hearing individual. I was two, three, four, five years old. It wasn't until I was five that I was actually diagnosed with hearing, profound hearing loss. And as soon as we discovered it in the hearing test that I was profoundly deaf, I already had this mindset that, oh, what does that mean? (laughs) Okay, I have to wear these hearing aids. Okay, it seems like they're the same thing as glasses. Glasses help you see and hearing aids help you hear. Okay, cool. Let's do it. And that was my mindset at a very young age. It allowed me to understand where I struggled and where I succeeded. Mm -hmm. And where I succeeded allowed me to figure out how to help myself in different situations where I struggled, right? So it goes both ways. And as you were like losing your hearing. Gradual loss. Gradual. And on the the audiogram, which is a graph that can uh, tell you how um deaf you are right how much hearing loss you have it goes from the top uh, mild mild moderate 
moderate, moderate, severe, severe, profound, profound. Now you see the frequencies and the decibels. And as my graph immediately drops, and what that means around the 500 to the 1,000 decibels, I have a high pitch frequency hearing loss. So without my hearing aids, I can't hear any beeps, alarms, whistles, birds chirping, babies crying. It's more difficult for me to hear, generally speaking, a woman's voice versus a male's voice. And it's challenging in time. So the hearing aids help amplify volume. Doesn't necessarily make speech clarity perfect. It helps. But it certainly is still an everyday challenge where I, on the back end, rely on my lip reading skills. It's fascinating. That audiogram chart that you have on your website, which listeners should go and check it out because that was a really great visual for me to understand or begin to understand what being profoundly deaf, like what, what is the definition to that? What does that mean? Um, Because I didn't know either myself. Um, So I'm learning constantly from you. I think the graph will explain, you know, the degree of your hearing loss, what comes with that can be different for everybody that's profoundly deaf. There's 50 million deaf and hard of hearing Americans in this country alone, 50 million out of 330 something million people in the country. That's a that's a big population right there, right? In the world, there's 432 million out of 7 billion, right? An even bigger population. So culturally differences, right? There's so many people in this world with different backgrounds and different degrees of hearing loss. And all of those stories are valuable. 100%. And I think knowing its prevalence is so impactful too. I think we can all agree, you know, there's so many accommodations for people of all types of disabilities and abilities. But let me give you an example of a major accommodation that was created specifically for the deaf and hard of hearing community. Closed captioning. Now, everybody uses <laughs> everybody uses closed captioning. In fact, 82% of people that use closed captioning are not deaf or hard of hearing. So what is that telling us? That tells us that the hearing world is adapting to solutions made for the non-hearing world. And that's called innovation. Because when we put all of our minds together the next phase of innovation happens. New products are created. New light bulbs are uh, turned on. And new people are working together where you never thought you would work with somebody who is capital D deaf. Now let's get into that, all right? So capital D deaf is the, the deaf culture, right? People that are associated with Deaf culture, meaning their primary language is sign language, for the most part, right? And they may or may not speak verbally. As you can tell, I'm a verbal communicator. And they're very much um, a very tight community, right? 
And for folks like myself, lowercase d, profoundly deaf, there's moderately deaf, there's slightly deaf or, or severely deaf, lowercase. Um, this population may or may not be a verbal communicator, but where we associate ourselves with all people, verbal communicators and sign communicators, um, we may or may not rely on sign language, but for me personally, I know an, a little bit. I've forgotten a lot, but I know, and I took a course in college, and I've kept up with it, but if you don't practice, just like anything else, you you forget a lot. So that's my personal standing, if you will, where I'm a verbal communicator. I know some sign. I have different apps and solutions that I can communicate with all sorts of people, but um, sign language is not something I'm fluent in. I think it's so interesting to learn about the cultural differences of the communities and that crossover. What are the tools that you're using to kind of help you navigate your um, hearing loss? And also, what is some of the etiquette that people who don't have hearing loss could be conscious of, whether it's at work or in life. What about technology? Technology. You know, I'm using apps that I can make phone calls with a stenographer live on the other side to type up what's being said. You know, in this position, if it's not a Zoom call or a Google Meet or a Microsoft Teams, I can't lip read. I need something, right? And I do well on the phone with or without the apps, but it's challenging. And it can be, um, what's the word? You can, you can be nervous for some certain phone calls, especially if it's for business. You don't want to mess it up just because you can't hear. So I use apps that there's a live stenographer, stenographer or um, uh, automatic speech recognition on the back end, and it types up what I say. Another in-person live app is... I can get live captioning. I can also live translate with people that don't speak English predominantly. And if they speak Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, anything, I can be speaking in English and translate to Portuguese. They can be speaking in Portuguese. It'll automatically translate back to English. I mean, there's some technology out there that is absolutely amazing. And guess what? Yes, it may or may not have been made just for the deaf and hard of hearing community. It's for everybody. I think that's one of the cool, coolest conversations that we're, all of us are having that are in this disability advocacy space is the innovation piece. And when you start connecting those dots, right, like closed captioning, it was developed for people who are hard of hearing or have hearing loss um, or are profoundly deaf or all of it. Um, but it's something that we're all using universally because it's the path of least resistance, right? It's like, it's a way for us to use tools and services and technologies. Um, and when we're thinking outside of the box and creating opportunities for development of technology or infrastructure or whatever that fits all abilities, then we find these like beautiful, useful tools that everybody's using. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Pushing Forward with Alicia. 
If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O.com. Click on speaking. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I am Alicia. We've got Dustin Janelli. He is the CEO and founder of Here's Dustin LLC. He is a DEI&A public speaker who happens to be profoundly deaf. It's National Disability Employment Awareness Month. What can employers do today that would be helpful for people who are in the deaf community that are working in a corporate work environment. I left the design industry and I found a company right here in Boston that's all about video accessibility, closed captioning, and all things translation and audio description for folks that are blind. It helps make video accessible. I joined that company for a year and a half and by then, I knew it was time to start Here's Dustin. I had the professional experience and the connections and the relationships and the confidence to help bring awareness because I know how valuable it is today. So all the accommodation that I utilized my whole life pretty much came back in this industry. And I still use them today. And one of the things that I'm thankful for my previous employer to have gotten for me was a larger microphone, which it's something I can carry around. I can put it on the conference room table. I can put it on the restaurant table. I can have you clip it on your shirt and it Bluetooth directly to my hearing aids. Oh, wow. Amazing. There's a lot of different assistive listening technology uh, that helps a ton. So talk about your business a little bit. Here's Dustin.com. Um, you know, it's H-E-A-R-S. So, of course, a pun on here is Dustin with X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. Um, here's Dustin. I, I love sharing my first, ex, you know, firsthand experiences uh, of what it's like being profoundly deaf in different situations, um, the different technology I use. I, but I more so love partnering with brands that are focused on diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility, and making a, uh, their community and their culture better because of it. I love helping companies uh, excel and, and continue that journey by learning about my experiences and others. You know, it's not just about the deaf community, and it's not just about me, I'll tell you that. It's about all of us. It's about the disability community and the ability community. So at the end of the day, it's about being human. I like it. What's happening this month? I know you have a big month. So coming off of last month's runway of dreams, Mm. uh, that was just absolutely amazing. What is Um, runway of dreams? Explain that. It's a uh, New York fashion week event. It's a fashion revolution, they call it. 
And it's this organization, Runway of Dreams, that started in 2014. And a woman by the name of Mindy Shire uh, was a fashion expert. And she had a son who has muscular, how do you say it, dystrophy? Yeah. And she realized, and he helped her realize, her son, um, how she can revolutionize the fashion industry. So now all these brands that sponsor the event showcase adaptive clothing. And all the models have different types of disabilities. And you're one of the models. I was one of the models. Congratulations. Representing the deaf and hard of hearing community. That's amazing. Congratulations on having that opportunity and being in New York, New York's Fashion Week. And 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 you ask, you know, uh, this month, you know, of October for National Disability Employee Awareness Month. Yep. Um, we got a lot of speak speaking engagements and keynotes at different events, and you know, uh, talking to employee resource groups of different corporate companies. And uh, I'm part of the Valuable Five Hundred, which is another organization that uh, is 500 CEOs in their companies committed to ending disability exclusion. And they have a valuable directory. Valuable directory is all sorts of resources, companies, accessible, right, that uh, provide tools to make that corporate company more accessible, whether it's on the digital side or you name it. So being part of the uh, directory, I have some engagements through them. And, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's an exciting time for me, really, in my career to do this for myself. I guess you could say by myself, although I never feel alone. And I know there's a team behind everything I do. And I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for so many people that have supported me and helped get me to where I am. Congratulations. It's been really cool to see you fly. So I'm so I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saying you're proud of me because I feel yeah. people say it to me you know, every now and then, but I go out of my way to say who I'm proud of to them as much as I can. And you already know, and I've said it to you. I'm so proud of us. I know. You know, and, and LinkedIn is such an amazing community. Yeah. And again, you never know who you're going to meet, but at this point you can meet anyone you really want. Literally. We're going to put in the show notes, but how do our listeners find you, book you, learn more about all all your goodness. Here's Dustin.com. You'll find a lot of different resources and uh, past LinkedIn posts and things like that. Uh, LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn, Dustin Ginelli. Here's Dustin. You can go to my Instagram, more of a personal side, but it's an open page. Um, and it just kind of tells you, shows you my everyday life. Uh, from stories to posts and weddings that I attend, a lot of my friends, you know, so a lot of my personal life, you can find me on um, Twitter and TikTok as well. Okay. So did we miss anything that you want to share? The Michael Jordan story. Okay. Please tell the Michael Jordan story. One summer, my parents surprised my brother and I, my older brother, to go to a basketball camp. We went to Michael Jordan's camp and it was a week-long camp. The campers were from all over the world. They had college-age you know, students as coaches. 
And, and I mean, it was awesome. It was so organized. You, you playing basketball, doing drills all day long, lunch in the big cafeteria with people you don't know. You're sleeping overnight and everything. I mean, it was incredible. I didn't even know this type of camp existed. And my parents were at the hotel through the week. Well, a couple engagements Michael Jordan organized, the parents were invited, one being an auditorium speech. Michael Jordan was given an hour-long keynote speech on a stage in a big auditorium where all the students were in the front and all the parents were in the very back. And then he stops talking, and I realized I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't make out a full sentence, and I couldn't read his lips because I was too far. At that time, right, this is 22 years ago, there was no screen focused on his face. There was no live captioning. I didn't have the best seat. I didn't have my microphone. And my parents and my brother were not there to accommodate for me. The counselors are walking up and down the aisle, standing there on the side. And all I had to do was say, excuse me, um, I'm deaf and I read lips. May I sit up front? But instead, I was too embarrassed. I was with my new teammates and I pretended to laugh and I pretended to smile the entire hour. Be on offense was a pun to basketball. And it reminds me that I need to help myself in different scenarios. My parents aren't always going to be there for me. And the counselor's not going to know how to help all the different campers, right? So it's up to me, and that's why I encourage all of us to be your own best advocate. At the end of this podcast, we have a pushing forward moment. What's the pushing forward moment? What's the motto? What's the little nugget? Be on offense? That's it. That's it. That's why you and I are talking today. Your message of pushing forward, my message of be on offense, is really the same motivating tone. It's the same meaning made by two very different but similar people. Totally. Dustin, thanks for just being such a great friend. You're so awesome. Congratulations on all your successes. Congratulations on bringing so much light and love to the world and to your customers and clients and I'm sure family and friends and everyone in your circle. And thank you to our listeners once again for tuning in and being a part of these amazing conversations with us. This has been Pushing Forward with Alicia and that is literally how we roll on this podcast. We'll see you next time. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O dot com. Click on speaking.